Hi, David Thexton here and welcome to this podcast of Everything Business Consulting, brought to you by the Consultex Business Success Programme. This weekly podcast is for those of you out there who are a business consultant and want to improve your skills and success, or you're new to this profession and want to become a business consultant. You may be working in corporate management and you want to get out of the rat race and start a new career, or you may be an accountant or an ex-business owner. The common theme here is that you're looking for a new profession, one that enables you to help business owners plan your own lifestyle, earn a lot of money, and have the option to build a consulting firm if you want to take it further. Consultex is an online cloud-based business consulting application that has everything you need if you want to become a successful business consultant or a better business consultant. With over a decade of development, Consultex offers you a unique opportunity to enter the world of business consulting with a complete system ready to run straight out of the box. In other words, once you sign up, you have access to everything you need to build a business for yourself. Get out of the rat race and invest in yourself with your own consulting business, manage your own time and enjoy a lifestyle business where you are the boss and you and your family benefit 100% from your efforts. Consultix provides a complete web-based training system where you work your way through at your own pace learning all the important lessons that we've learned over a decade of being in this profession. The training can be as short as five days or you can space it out over a few weeks. If this sounds like you, then the contact details will be at the end of this podcast. Today we're going to talk about the proposal agreement meeting. And last week we talked about the business value indicator tool and how you build a compelling case for you to work with the prospect and as as his business success partner. You'll remember the story about the king in the medieval battle and his determination not to meet with the salesman selling machine guns and the result once they did meet. Well, the process of turning a delusional business owner into a client requires such a precise system to enable them to see reality and understand that working with you as their business success partner will bring amazing benefits to their business. Consultex recommends a three-meeting process to get the best results for signing up clients. Now, Be careful here because some prospects are so excited that they try to sign up at the end of the second meeting, which is the diagnostic meeting. We recommend that you do not do this as you'll miss out on the chance to go back to your office and customise a proposal and ensure that your fee structure is a win-win arrangement. Now, failure to do this could cost you $100,000. The first meeting is a discovery meeting where you ask a series of special questions designed to find out all you can about their business and how it is affecting their personal life. It is in this meeting that you'll be able to establish up to eight challenges that they just cannot solve. Challenges that must be solved before drastic consequences occur and lead to business failure or bankruptcy. At the end of the discovery meeting, you collect some basic financial information required to populate the diagnostic tool, which is used to calculate the profit leakage from the business. Inside the diagnostic tool is the business value indicator, which we talked about last week, and the solvency tool, which is used to calculate the solvency of the business. Both of these tools produce compelling evidence that you should be working together. I'm just going to break here for a second and just remind everybody 
that there are actually really kind of four meetings. We have what we call the intro meeting, which is when you first meet the prospect or lead. They're a lead at that stage, and it might be at a networking meeting or you might have banged on a door. That's the lead. When you go to the discovery meeting, that's when they become a prospect and you take them through 21 questions. Then you go to the diagnostic meeting, and that's where you discuss or di diagnose what's causing all of these challenges that have come out of the discovery meeting. And then you go from the diagnostic meeting to the proposal meeting, which we're getting onto in a second. So let's get into some more detail on the three meeting process and why it's so important. And we found over the years that time is required for the prospect to transform from, a, from an uninformed disbeliever to a raving fan of what you're offering. Think about the king in the medieval battle story. Now the first two meetings are enough to form a relationship that is strong enough to return in the third meeting to make a presentation or a proposal on forming a consulting relationship with you as his business success partner. Now, people in our network called the gap between meeting two and three the $100,000 gap. Because in the gap, you can go back to your office armed with all the information that you've collected and you can prepare a really, really, to the point, customized proposal for the prospect. This will enable you to develop a win-win proposal and a fee structure and to fully think through the financial benefits that you'll bring to him over the years. Remember, you're gonna make him a lot of money do not short-change yourself in this process. I can recall many, many occasions where after those first two meetings, I've gotten in my car to go back to the office and I've just sat there and gone, oh my gosh, there is a fortune here, an absolute fortune here. So that enabled me to go back to the office, put the proposal together and to have a think about have to think about how I was going to put this fee structure in place. And some of them, I had a what we call a hybrid fee structure where, where we had the normal business success program fee structure operating in there, but on the side was a whole lot of specialist work that had to be done. I'll give an example here. I was working with a concrete slab manufacturer in Australia, and that they were selling to garden centres within about a 100-kilometre radius of where they were. And I said to them, I said, we've got to get you into this national chain called Bunnings. And so, so that was one of the things I put in the proposal. I said, if I get you into Bunnings, which was about 380 huge hardware stores uh, with an outdoor garden center and where they sold these paving slabs and things, and I put a price on it. I think from memory, it was $60,000 paid over three months. Didn't want to interrupt their cash flow two months, uh, too much. And that, all I had to do, I went to Melbourne. I had three trips to Melbourne, put a PowerPoint together, did all the costings, all that sort of stuff. Pretty easy stuff, really. Uh, and um, I got the deal. It took about two months. I made 60 grand on it, over and above the business success program. So these are things you can think about when you get, go back between meeting two and meeting three, the $100,000 gap, and you can um, make sure that your proposal is a win-win. Um, so many times in the network, not so much nowadays, but in previous previous years, I'd seen um, people sign people up and they're just too cheap, absolutely too cheap, and they go in too cheap and they, and they get it and then they wish they'd never got the contract. 
It's also important not to appear too desperate, no matter what your financial circumstances may be, and take the process slowly and carefully, not missing out on any of the stages. Every one of the stages that we put into the program are there for a reason, and they've been built up by 150 consultants and thousands and thousands of clients over the years. So don't reinvent the wheel, or try to. The proposal is automatically prepared by the consultant's application, but it can be altered if you want to change something. Now, the proposal is a 50% proposal and a 50% agreement, and it's been done this way to eliminate the need to have two meetings. And we've found over the years that this process works the best. By the time you return for the third meeting, you'll be warmly received and the atmosphere will be conducive to the prospect agreeing to work with you. Um, I tell a little bit of a joke in training, and I say that by the time you come back for the third meeting, they'll be throwing rose petals onto the ground in front of you. Um, bit of an exaggeration, but everybody gets my point. What we're trying to do is to create a series of meetings where they, and this is in speech marks, so you can't see me, where they come to you in speech marks. In other words, you do not have to try hard to convince them because the process is so good that most of the work has already been done by the process. We want them to be bursting inside to work with you. And I honestly mean that, like you can, you can see the transformation uh, occurring throughout the meeting process. Uh, and I describe in training about some people, you'd be sitting there, they'll have their arms folded, they've got a grumpy face on, uh, and by the end of it, they're smiling from ear to ear. It's like all the weight of the world has come off their shoulders. Um, and if you do it carefully and precisely and take your time um, and don't, don't uh, reinvent the wheel or change the program, uh, you'll be able to uh, get the same results as what we've talked about here. Now, we have a special process we use in the proposal meeting, which actually came from the network about probably two years ago, where we encourage the prospect to tick off each paragraph with a green pen to indicate that they're happy with its contents and they have no objections. So what happens is, as we go through, if there's a paragraph there and they bring it up as an objection, that's fine. An objection is a signpost along the way to the sale. Uh, we answer the objection. We say, uh, are you happy with, um, with the answer that I've given you? If they say yes, we give them the ticket, and then we move on. Because at the end of the presentation, we'll have several pages of green ticks, and the prospect is holding the pen ready to sign. If you get a difficult signer, grab it, sign it yourself first, and say, I'm really excited about this, and I can't wait I can't wait to start on Monday to help you to get this business really humming along. If you've got a difficult signer, then, then and, and, I'm, and you don't get many of these, I'm talking about one in 50 uh, of these, then you may have to use a technique that we, we talk about in training, uh, and that is called commander's intent. Uh, and um, what that's all about is you may have to come back for a fourth meeting and you may have to um, do what we call the vision statement part of the program first so we can establish uh, what his five-year vision is, personal vision is. And the whole idea of that 
is to do it's, it's what they call gap analysis um, is so that they can see where they want to be or want to go five years time what they want to have they know where they are today and we can talk about that and then we can bring up the subject of the gap between what they've got and what they want to have in five years time and normally when we're talking about that and we're starting to list it down they realize the huge tasks that they've got to do to get from a to z um, and um, they're generally uh, that's about the point where they decide to become a client of yours now if the process is followed a hundred percent you should be able to sign up a very high percentage of the proposals that you present now some in our network are close to a hundred percent we had a in fact it was um, the last face-to-face -face training we did back in early 2016 and a couple of our we always bring a couple of our existing consultants in to talk to the new people coming in and um, one of the one of the new people asked one of the um, old bees we call them um, they don't like that but anyway old bees uh, and they said that they asked about the what was the conversion ratio um, through the client acquisition process and he said 100% and they said what is it 100%? He said, I every client that I want, or prospect that I want to become a client, he said, I, I can sign them up. And the guy said, well, why, how? He said, because I follow the process all the way through, and I don't leave anything out, because it's been refined over such a long period of time, and so many people that it, it can't help but work. And we have this saying internally that says, if you do everything properly and if you score, say, over 90% on all of the phases of the acquisition process um, and you can't sign them and you've done really, really well, then I'm sorry, they're insane. Uh, they're absolutely insane. If they can go through that process and they can, and, and they can turn you down after those three meetings, providing you did very well on them, then they're insane and you probably don't want them as a client anyway. So have a bit of a think about that. My definition of a lifestyle business is one where you decide the hours you work, who you want to work with and how much you want to earn. Many people I talk to describe in detail the drudgery of their current job. Hours of commuting, boring meetings, little chance of promotion and remuneration, just enough to live on, with little or no chance of improvement and the very real possibility of being made redundant if the worst happens. Imagine a business where you can take the kids to school when you want, have a three or four day weekend when you want, cut out the commuting and have complete freedom of your time. Business consulting is a business where you get paid for what's between your ears, not the hours you work. Working on a percentage of revenue fee basis frees you from time-based earning systems and takes away all income ceilings. I've worked as a consultant from home since 2005 and right now I'm looking out of my office window at the green rolling pastures of New Zealand uh, about 50 kilometres south of Auckland. Fantastic. And I work the hours that suits me. And I can take a holiday whenever I want to. But in order to move forward as a business consultant, you have to make some important decisions and make that change. You've already started that change by listening to this podcast. 
This podcast is all about that change and each week we'll be presenting a number of topics and features that will be of interest to you whether you are already a consultant or you're looking to become one. We'll interview people in our network and we'll dig deep into what makes them tick and why they have become a successful consultant. We'll read out your letters and questions and answer them for you. We'll discuss a case history from our client files. We'll discuss a special topic each week from our listeners' suggestions. And we'll interview people who are not in our network but have some interesting information for you as you start work with business owners. Bottom line is, if you're a business consultant and you want to improve or you want to become a business consultant, then this is the podcast for you. If you want to get more information right now, then go to www.consultx.com. I'll repeat that, www.consultx.com. There you will find everything you need to know to become part of our global ConsultX network. Our podcast will be loaded up on iTunes and Stitcher and sent to you immediately, provided, of course, that you're a subscriber. It's called Everything Business Consulting. So sign up now. It's free. And, of course, the sign-up button is behind the settings button, which looks like a gear out of a gearbox with teeth on it. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Everything Business Consulting.